This is John Nix, and you're listening to the One More Verse podcast. One More Verse is a resource designed to help people understand the Bible. The passage for today is Revelation chapter 21, verse 1 through chapter 22, verse 21. The End Normally, when a story comes to its conclusion, that's what we say, is the end. The difficulty is, the Bible doesn't have an end. It just tells us how the world that we are in now will come to an end. It just tells us what the consummation of the kingdom will be like. We began our reading today with a, a most amazing description. The sights that John saw during this revelation were just incredible, and it makes our hearts hungry for home. John tells us that his vision is of this new creation that God is about to bring. It's a new heaven, and it's a new earth, because the first heaven and the first earth, they've all passed away. The sea is gone, it is no more, and there's this new city, this new Jerusalem, and it's coming down out of heaven, and it's just beautiful. It's prepared. She's, she's like a bride prepared for her husband. And so there's this voice from the throne, and it, and it tells us that the dwelling place of God is with man. This has always been God's plan and his desire from the beginning. You remember in his initial creation, when Adam and Eve were there, they were walking with God on a daily basis. But when sin fractured the cosmos, it changed everything about that relationship. But God came to visit his people, and he stayed with them in different ways over different times. You think about uh, in the wilderness there with Moses in the tabernacle. You think about him in the temple. But then we think of him most clearly because John chapter 1 says that we beheld his glory the only begotten, full of grace and truth. When Jesus came, that word in John chapter 1 says that he tabernacled with us. God has come and he has visited man, but that's not what this is describing. This is describing that all of the barriers and boundaries have been broken down. This is the, the description of God dwelling with his people. No more dark glass to look through. No more wondering what the metaphors really mean. No more wondering what his glory is really like. God will be with us and we will be with God. This is what makes it heaven. It's not just the surroundings. It's not what it looks like visually. It's not what it sounds like. What makes heaven heaven is the very presence of God. And so what a celebration that will be. And as John describes for us, all tears are gone. There's no reason to cry anymore because pain is gone. Death is gone. No one needs to cry. There's no need for any tears. Man is fully realizing his salvation and he is there with God. God has made all things new. And so he wants John to write these things down. He wants him to know it's done. This is not some sort of thing that we think will happen or that might happen. No, this revelation given to John, he is told, write this down because it is done. I'm the alpha. I began it all. I'm the omega. It all ends with me. I'm the beginning, the end. And if you are thirsty, come and drink from the water of life without payment. It's a beautiful encouragement. He, he wants people to know that to those who uh, walk in faithfulness and conquer, God is going to be their God and they will be his children. But for those who have walked in ongoing patterns of willful disobedience, those who have chosen sin and their own pleasures rather than God, they will end in a second death. And so as he begins to uh, understand what this new Jerusalem is going to look like, uh, he, he goes up on this mountain and he's given a few more details. 
Imagine looking down and seeing the glory of God, its radiance, and uh, this city just gleaming and beaming. There are 12 gates, and uh, these gates have the names of the 12 tribes. There are 12 foundations, and these are the 12 apostles. There are all these descriptions, and I don't know about you, but my imagination goes wild as I try to picture these things with all the uh, influences that I've had, be them art or movies. It pales in comparison to what this is truly going to be like this description of all these jewels and all of it being like crystal and gold and glass it's just amazing but this new jerusalem is going to be different geographically because it's going to be different in in what's actually there because there's no temple uh, there's no need for the temple sacrifice has been done away with there was only one sacrifice needed and jesus offered that sacrifice so there's no need for a temple there's no separation there's no need for a veil there's no need uh, for us to have someone else act on our behalf no heaven is heaven because we are with god and there doesn't need to be a temple we just bask in the glory of god we just walk around in his light what an honor what a privilege there's nothing unclean there's no suffering there's nothing that's false. Everything is absolutely set right and new. And so as we moved into the very last chapter of the canon of our scripture, the Bible says that an angel showed John this, this river of life. And it's like crystal and it's flowing from the throne of God. And we're told that the tree of life is there. Remember, originally when Adam and Eve were in the garden, they could partake of everything, but they, they could not take from the tree of life, but not anymore. In heaven, we will have access to the tree of life because it won't matter. We'll have access to God. It will yield its fruit and it'll be a healing to the nations. And we will be there with Jesus and we will see his face. And there's not even going to be the sunshine because we won't need it for the glory of God. will fill it up and, and we will be with him forever. He, he continues to remind John, these things are so, these things are true. I need for you to tell my people, tell my beloved that I am coming soon and you need to hold on to the words in this book. I don't know about you, but sometimes when I hear people talk about revelation, they're either uh, trying to have some sort of idea that they've figured out the secret code or they've figured out exactly when Jesus is going to return or they know why there's all these eyes on the beast or all these horns here and all these things going on there. But the beauty of revelation is this. We may wrestle and wonder and try to figure out the poetry, the metaphors, and why this apocalyptic literature is written that way as John best harnesses the vocabulary that he has or we can just marvel that there is coming a point when God will set all things right. He will restore all things and all things will be made new. John sees these things. He's overwhelmed. And so he, he falls down to worship at the feet of the angel. And once again, he has to be corrected. John, you can't worship me. I'm a creation. I'm an angel and I'm different in the created order than you are, but I am creation and we don't worship the creation. We worship the creator. I am just a servant like you. We worship God. You think of us, we often give ourselves in worship to things that are not God. This is why we are an idolatrous people. This is why we need Jesus to rescue and save us. And so John tells him, look, I don't want you to hide these things. These things that you have written down, I don't, don't seal them up because the time is near. But he tells us in verse 11 of chapter 22, something that's important for us to remember. 
Life is going to continue in this broken state until the time fixed by God arrives and he sets all things right. So the evildoer will still do evil, but the righteous will still do right and the holy will still be holy. Jesus says, I am coming soon. I am going to judge. People will be repaid for what they have done. He reminds them he's the first, he's the last, he's the beginning, he's the end. And for all of those who have been rescued and set free from sin and death, Jesus is coming and he is the root and the descendant of David. He's the bright and morning star. And for us as the church, the Holy Spirit and the and the church, the bride, we say, come all you sinners, all, all you who need to be rescued, all of you who have been beat up by life. Come, if you're thirsty, come and drink from the water of life. Know that Jesus rescues sinners. And so we would bid you come. Jesus warns that we should not take away or add anything to this book. The source for our authority and our understanding is the Bible. We're not supposed to freestyle or make things up. We're not supposed to give our opinion, but we want to hear the words of this prophecy. Let them stand. God has told us what the revelation is about and what it's like and how how this world will come to an end and how he will make things new. And so he says, surely I am coming soon. And for us, may we uh, echo what John says. He testified and he says, I know Jesus is coming. And so I say, yes, let it be so and come quickly. And the grace of the Lord Jesus be with you all. Amen. As we finish up the podcast for today, as we have walked through the Bible in its chronological order, I would echo these words. If you've been wrecked and beat up by life and you've never been rescued by Jesus Christ, I bid you come to the water of life and drink without price. Jesus Christ is good and kind and wise. He is just as good as you can imagine and even better still. As we come to the end of this, I don't don't want you to just cut yourself off from the word. Continue to press into the word. If you're not sure what to do, jump into a gospel and wrestle through it. I would encourage you as we come to this, remember, this is not the end. This is just, we're told what's going to happen. And right now you and I have been folded into God's great story. You and I are a part of his great story. And one day we will enjoy the final revelation of Jesus Christ. We will enjoy the fulfillment of our salvation. One day we will be with him face to face and it will be glorious. Thanks for listening to the One More Verse podcast. For more information about Vertical Purpose or One More Verse, visit us online at johnnicks.org. You can connect with me on social media. Just use the handle, The John Nicks. And don't forget to download the free Vertical Purpose app for additional resources. Thanks again, guys. What a joy to journey with you through the scripture. It has been my privilege to, to walk alongside you. And I pray God's blessings on you as you worship This weekend and as the saints gather and we celebrate moms, I pray that you see the evidence of grace all around you. And I pray that you fix your eyes on Jesus and love him more tomorrow than you did today. Until next time, God bless.